Hi guys, and welcome back to Sweat Thrive Glow. My name is Katie Dudley. I am the voice behind the blog and brand, the Pilates Blonde Turned Podcast, which you are listening to, which I appreciate so much. Guys, before we jump in, I need to vent for 2.2 seconds. Your girl had a rough last two days. Um, I went to be like responsible Rebecca and pay my September healthcare bill early, like my health insurance, and it charged me what looked like three times, and then it actually charged me five times. It charged me $497 five times, and then when I was diving deeper uh, and just like looking through my entire bank statement, somehow my like car payment got charged three times this month. And that was like a total of $996. So if you're doing the math there, it's a lot of dollars. And I've just had a very clenchy and rashy day today because it's just been so nerve wracking because of the five charges. The bank was like worried that it's on a reoccurring payment and it they just like shut down my account for 10 days. So that was also very clenchy. I had to go get a new debit card today. My account is like locked up. It's just like a whole big thing. Um, This is not an advertisement, by the way, but I do want to talk about this thing that I used this morning that was very, very helpful. It's called Trim. And it like organizes all of your subscription services that you probably don't even know that you had. I didn't know that I was subscribed to the New York Times for the last four years. First of all, I've never once gotten like one of the New York Times, like whatever. Um, and it charges me $29.99 a month. Okay. How disgusting is that? And I had no idea that that was being charged. Um, anyway, what I've learned is we don't do our banking on an app. Um, We only use the website and yeah, that's the moral of that story. So within 10 days, all of that money should be back on my account. Um, Thank God. Um, But I've had a very, very panicky morning. Anyway, let's swan dive into today's topic. And today I want to talk about finding your flaws. And this kind of stemmed from a lot of people have asked for like a motivation podcast, motivation versus dedication. And I think that that whole thing is overdone, overplayed. Every single Fitzbo on the planet has some sort of caption that's like, do you think that I want to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to go to the gym? No, I hate the gym. I hate everything about it. But do you see me bitching even though here I am bitching? No. Like it's just, I don't know. I don't love that narrative. And so I found this quote while I was on vacation. I was reading a book that we'll talk about in a little bit. I've actually talked about it before. It's the launching a leadership revolution. And this quote really stuck with me and it does have the word motivation in it. But I think that it really addresses it in a way that I like. Um, And the quote is, those who take active responsibility to foster their motivation on a regular basis will outperform those who do not. And I want to take that quote and bring it to another level. And I think those who outperform others are the ones who are working on the negative pieces of our personality. It's really, really easy to work on the pieces of yourself that are considered positive and the pieces that shine the brightest. But listen, we also have to work on our darker darker pieces of ourselves. And we all have those things that need work 
And I think that that is the best motivation in the entire universe is like really, really taking personal responsibility for self-improvement. It is your responsibility as a human to get better and improve and work on yourself. And that I think is like the money maker is really focusing on self-improvement and digging deeper into the why and instead of the result. I think when you're focused on the result, the result can be temporary. I mean, a weight loss journey can be temporary. And for a lot of people, it is. Uh, the result can be disappointing. You could be handed everything that you thought that you wanted and it be completely opposite to what you thought it was going to be. And I have a really good example of that. So when we first started the podcast, and especially like the first episode is on goals, I talked about this 300 pound deadlift and I manifested it and I hired a coach to help me get there. And I increased my caloric intake and I decreased my cardio to increase my body mass so that the 300 pound pull was easier. And I reintroduced gluten knowing that I have a very, very, very negative systemic reaction to gluten. Um, And I hit the 300 pound deadlift. I proved to myself that I was physically and mentally tough enough to get there. But I also gained nine pounds and got a full systemic rash from it. Um, the psoriasis was probably not worth the 300 pound deadlift, but I have a video of it and I can show it to my future children when I can't pull anything like that because I'm too tired and probably not able to lift as much when I am focused on raising decent human beings instead of hitting the gym every day. So what I really want to focus on, and I think the most motivating thing in the entire universe is working on our personal flaws. While going to the gym can be one of those motivation versus dedication situations, really, really working on your personality flaws or the things that you see holding you back in life, I think are the biggest motivators for self-improvement and taking responsibility for those flaws and really working on how to find them. So I really recognize my flaws when I sit with myself. And like, just sit and think and really analyze like, okay, this is a reoccurring pattern. This situation keeps coming up in different areas of my life, in different relationships that I've had. So that's probably a personality flaw or a character flaw that I need to work on. Um, Writing it out, talking it out, silent car rides. I am a sucker for a conversation with myself in the car. I love to talk shit out. Side note, ADD moment. I have mentioned in a previous podcast that I did not learn how to read until eighth grade. So my brain really processes things in an auditory manner, which is why I think I'm very attracted to audiobooks and podcasts because it's the best way for my brain to process information. So I will literally have a silent car ride where I sit and I talk to myself. I usually try and do it on my way home from the studio where I've had interesting conversations with dozens of people in a day and I can really kind of digest everything that they've said or a comment that they've made or a book that they were reading or whatever the topic was, I will literally sit and talk it out to myself 
as if I'm talking to you, as if I'm recording the podcast. And it's really helped me find a lot of clarity um, on reoccurring lessons that keep popping up that I may not have seen as a learning opportunity to use for self-improvement. I know (laughs) my flaws. Um, I love the way that I wrote this. So I always um, write out an outline. And so I was like, knowing your flaws, reoccurring lessons that keep popping up. Perfect example. I wrote this like a nurse. If you're a nurse, like this will make sense to you. I was like, burnout related to overcommitment. It's always like, um, I don't know, like whatever. I was about to give you a nursing example, but my brain isn't functioning on that level at the moment. Um, burnout related to overcommitment. This is a common theme in my life, but it will come back later when I tell you some of my bigger flaws, um, and how I'm working on them. Actually, let's talk about it now. So three of my biggest flaws are that I'm a chronic people pleaser. I want to make sure that everyone is happy most of the time to the detriment of myself, making sure that my clients are taken care of, making sure that all of my bosses are happy, that everybody on social media is answered. And so who loses out if all of those things are done in one day is me. Um, I for sure am a chronic people pleaser. Um, another one of my big, big, big flaws is that I'm intrinsically lazy. Like I am a super duper lazy person naturally, which is why I overbook myself because the busier I am, the better I am and the more that I get done. So the burnout happens because I am trying to combat my laziness. So I need to find that happy medium. And that's definitely something that I'm still working on. And I'm very, very hard on myself. Um, I want to be the best of the best. I want to make sure that my Pilates clients are happy, that every single client or guest that walks into Lululemon leaves with the exact thing that they need to improve the quality of their life. I try and make sure that I answer as many of you as possible every single day. And so I'm very, very hard on myself when I don't feel like I have given my best effort to everyone in my life, which goes back to the people pleaser flaw of mine. Um, And so I really love self-improvement. So I work on these things and I take personal responsibility for my continued improvement. So making sure that I'm constantly reading or journaling or listening to a podcast or talking to a therapist or an honest friend. All roads lead to self-improvement. And so I really try my hardest to make sure that I am consuming content and meaning books and podcasts and things like that. And even like Instagram stories of people who are also on this journey to self-improvement. And the nice thing about like a podcast, if they're interviewing somebody else who probably also has a podcast because everybody and their brother has one now, um, listening to that podcast, which turns into them referencing a book and that book references two other authors who wrote a book and that kind of sends me down a rabbit hole of self-improvement, which is amazing um, because all of those people are typically on the same wavelength with self-improvement. So I've taken three things that I really, really, really need work on and have invested a lot of time in learning about them and creating a plan to help myself not get burnout or 
well, that's one of the three things that I'm working on is burnout. One is finances and one is influencer nonsense. And that's exactly what I wrote. So for burnout, which one of my clients who I love so much was like, hey, this whole like Lululemon thing and merch and stride, um, that's a lot. When is your breakdown coming? And I was like, probably December when it's holiday at the store and like things are wild. Um, So burnout. I'm reading or listening to a book called Essentialism and really figuring out, okay, what are the essential things that I need in my life? What are the tasks that I really, really need to focus on um, to do my best work and then delegate the things that aren't my best and sitting with that and working on that and always revisiting, okay, is this essential to my being and my mission and my calling. And I think that that is a very, very, very helpful tool for finance. I mean, I vented to you guys at the beginning of this podcast about the whole like, don't use an app for banking thing. Um, But I also don't understand things like taxes or investments or like 401ks and all of those things. Like I really just genuinely don't understand them. Side note, I think that they should be taught in high school. I think you should know how to get a mortgage when you're in high school and how to save in 401ks and all of that stuff. But I digress. So I'm listening to a book called Unshakable by Tony Robbins, somebody who knows a thing or two about money and who has been broke before and come back. And I think that that's super duper important. And then the third thing that I've really, really focused on is influencer nonsense. I really don't love the term influencer. I also don't consider myself one, um, but you guys tend to throw that term around when speaking about me. And so I want to really make sure that I'm not influencing, that I'm leading. So I've invested in a lot of leadership podcasts and audiobooks, and right now I'm reading launching a leadership revolution, which I've talked about before. And I'm also listening to the dichotomy of leadership and leaders eat last. I really want to make sure that I am a leader, not an influencer. I want to make sure that I'm leaving a lasting impression and I'm creating some sort of solution to help your life. I don't want it to be, here's the bathing suit that I'm wearing, or here's how cute my hair is today. I really want it to be a journey of self-improvement and make sure that as I'm improving, you guys are too, because I truly view each and every one of you as my closest friends. And I think that if you're investing time in me, I should be investing time in helping you create a better life. And that's so, 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 so important to me. So I encourage every single one of you to kind of sit with your flaws and acknowledge them and not allow them to take over, but like allow them to have space to breathe and then figure out a game plan as to addressing them and addressing them in a way that you allow them to be. (sighs) Here's the thing. Like one of my biggest flaws is laziness. And my parents will tell you that I'm a naturally lazy person. So I overcompensate by booking myself out, but then I don't allow myself time to be lazy and I could be lazier. So allowing the positives of your quote unquote flaws to shine through, but not letting them be detrimental. Does that make sense? I think that that is the perfect balance of allowing because every thing has a positive to it, right? So being lazy is 
considered a bad thing, but rest is a really, really good thing. Um, so taking, still being a hard worker, but learning how to rest and finding that balance in that flaw, I think is super duper important. Um, being a people pleaser and over committing and overdoing for others and saying no to yourself in the process is a flaw, but being kind and considerate of other people is a really, really good thing, right? Um, being hard on yourself is allows self-improvement, um, but it can also be very, very limiting if you're constantly thinking about all of the things that you're bad at, right? So finding a balance in your flaws because there is a good thing that comes out of them, even if it's just learning about yourself and learning about self-improvement and resilience. I think that that in and of itself, it's a really, really good thing. So also finding the positive things that come out of the things that you think that you need to work on. I hope that all of that made sense. Um, Yeah. Well, you guys, I am going to go finish working on all of my finances today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. You guys are the best. I hope you have the best day. Make good choices. Look both ways. I love you the most.